Good day. This is Rose. Top of the evening. It's Barbara. <laughs> what if they listen in the morning? We're recording in the evening, so they hear my evening voice. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. I said good day. <laughs> good day to you. <laughs> <sighs> I love Fez so much. Glad I said good day. Friday night, Barbara and I went to the Tyro Testicle Festival. You heard that correctly, folks? A testicle festival. I did not see any human testicles, thankfully. I brought a set of Squatch ones with me, though. And nobody said shit. Nobody. (laughs) We were most definitely out of our element. (laughs) And it was a very small town festival. Small enough that I felt like I could not truly unleash the weirdness that is Bright Side of Crazy. Because they probably all knew each other and were going to run us out of town. Correct. Maybe 60 people, I would guess. 60 if people. That, yeah, yeah. Time. yeah in, inside and out. We tried to negotiate with the owner. We were trying to be sold this extra small shirt because it had been there forever to advertise this testicle festival. And it was purple. It was purple. It would never fit over one of my boobs, but, you know, whatever. So I'm trying to negotiate with this girl who's trying to sell this to me. Like, we could give this to one of our listeners and, you know, let's just do a deal. And she was all about it. And we'll tell the story of the this t-shirt that's been lingering for, I think, seven years now, something mm-hmm. like that. She was about it. She, I, I gave her a card. She's like, I love podcasts. I'm like, great, listen. And she's like, I can't do it. We got to talk to that guy over there. And then he came over. Another lady went and got him. And Barbara's like scooping out the testicles. She like abandoned me. And <laughs> Well, I could tell that this was going sideways. Yeah. It started out with, I wanted a picture and a story. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into, we got to talk to somebody else and we got to do this. I already know it was not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I had testicles calling my name and I just had to go. (laughs) Well, I am trying to be more out there and engage. And what I received, I was not expecting. (laughs) I also, I was surprised by, I did kind of circle back because I was in the queue for the balls. And, uh, you know, the queue kind of goes by where Rose was. So I had to serpentine back and forth and stopped and listened. And it was going about as bad as I anticipated it would. And then it took some sort of weird left turn into politics and death. Correct. Yeah, I I don't talk about politics out in public. This man had a very specific stance on things, which he totally has the right to. I did not engage in that part of the conversation, but he did not want any advertising about this. He said that it has gotten out of control in the past before with people blocking the street, which is why he doesn't post on social media about it. So he is happy with the way way things are. He doesn't want to advertise. Cool. Like that sentence would have been enough for me. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have as much, I'm slinging as many balls as I can. Please don't send any more hungry patrons. That would yeah. have been absolutely sufficient. Yes. So he wasn't rude about it. It's just like there was a lot of extra words that I don't think needed to be in there. But again, it's his place. He can do whatever. There was also a little bit of weirdness with the lack of service Yeah, that we received, that I received. I thought it was quite odd that I stood at the bar to purchase a drink. Uh, they told us we had to get a ticket. 
So I went and got a ticket and then came back to the bar to stand in front of the same woman who told me to get said ticket. And then she proceeded to not see me or my ticket that I was flipping through my fingers as I stood at the bar with only four other people at it. (laughs) And then a man walked up, you know, someone sporting testicles. And she immediately asked him what he would like to drink. And the man pointed to me like, I think this lady's standing there. And she still just looked at him like, what can I get for you? So at this point, we walked, you know, outside into the opposite end of the festival to get the beer with my ticket. Barbara is never invisible. Let me just say that. (laughs) Correct. So this was very strange for me. I am used to that sort of thing. People overlook me all the time. So it doesn't bother me. But wow, to see Barbara, who is like out there to have this level of invisibility. It was it was a bit weird. Now, if it was a crowded bar or something, that'd be mm-hmm. fine. But there were two people seated five feet to my right, like two people seated about five feet to my left. I was the only person standing there. And I had a ticket. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> I came from 15 feet away where you sent me to buy the goddamn ticket. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Barbara goes to get her testicles. Well, first I brought my own. Oh, that's I was, right. Yeah, I was yeah. sporting my own. And nobody said anything. No. Now, the gentleman that was cooking the testicles. Cole. Cole. I think Cole liked my balls. I caught him checking them out. Cole was awesome. He was like the nicest one there. Well, the girl at the t-shirt stand, she was nice too. Yes, she was nice as well. Yeah. But as I was going serpentine through the queue, I was the only person in the queue. <laughs> but I still had to go through the, the you know, the cattle shoot, if you will. And so I've got my squatch balls. I have a set of squatch balls hanging from my belt loop and they're hanging midway down my calf. So if I swing my leg just right, they kind of sway to and fro. So I made exaggerated leg movements so that my balls would dangle and, and wiggle. And and Cole, I think, appreciated it. He, he did giggle. Um, and he was very nice. I'm not used to my shenanigans going unnoticed. And I didn't feel in that environment we could amp them up. So I just kept readjusting my squatch balls and playing with them and, you know, the things that you would normally see a guy do through his trousers, I'm trying to do on the outside of my pants uh, while I stood in the open. And I just felt very weird readjusting my squatch balls on a regular basis. So yeah. <laughs> Octane made it okay, though. Octane made it okay. So Barbara is eating her testicles while Octane is playing. Rose would not. I would not. <laughs> oh, I guess we should let them know what they were. Yes. They were veal testicles. Mm-hmm. We had no idea what kind of they would be. And in fact, some of the people working didn't honestly know either. They were not horrible. I don't eat veal normally. So eating a piece of a veal cutlet would have been just as gross to me as the testicles. They were cooked. They were hot. I was not concerned about getting any kind of weird, you know, disease from them or anything like that or sickness. Uh, But they didn't taste like nothing but flour and meat juice. I was very surprised that you said they needed salt because I think that testicles are by nature salty. Evidently, maybe just the outside. Okay. Sweaty balls? I don't know. They were not. They tasted like flour and like I said, like a, you know, the flavor that meat has, not a specific flavor, but it just tasted like meat and too much flour. And no weird texture. No. They were very, so it's veal. So I don't know how big a baby cow nut gets, but I'm guessing they weren't big. There might have been more than one per thing. I don't know. There, I couldn't even like really find a chunk of something in there. Like I could see a discoloration, 
But no, there was no weird chewiness. It just didn't have a lot of flavor. And I don't add salt to just about anything because I don't like salt. So yes, for me to say it needed salt was weird. Hmm. I ate them all though. You did. Because I'm a trooper. (laughs) I just can't. I just can't. So as Barbara is eating her... Uh, testicles, her young, bouncy, childlike testicles. Well, I've never eaten adult testicles, so I don't know the difference. <laughs> I just put them in my mouth and suck them. I, I notice <laughs> the singer of Octane has a shirt that says USA. And I love this. And I tell Barbara, I'm like, oh my God, that's the best shirt ever. And I, I said, it says USA. And she's like, what? Like, I had to explain to her what that meant. <laughs> well, it says the letters U-S-E-A. And the U-S has the American flag through it. And the E-H has, like, the Canadian flag behind it. I could not tell that from our distance initially because I just saw the letters. We were quite quite far away. Once you said U-S-A, then I got it. But I was trying to figure out what those letters stood for, <laughs> not... Like, I didn't see the flags. I just saw the letters and I couldn't figure out. I'm like, you know, extra sauce. You know, I couldn't figure out what the, <laughs> what that stood for. But yes, once I saw that there was a red maple leaf behind the A, then I was like, oh, okay, I got it. And it was funny. It was funny. And I found that the shirt that I'm going to purchase. So I need one of those shirts. I have some, a little bit of information that I can pass on that's related to Canada and testicles. Okay. Did you know? That in the 16th to 18th century, that some Canadian women made either moonshine or tea out of beaver testicles as a form of contraception. Wow. Okay. Yeah. These poor beavers, man, they're getting dissected in the front and the back. Like, (laughs) the beaver butts is what the imitation vanilla is made out of. What is happening? Who decided that beavers were going to be molested in this way? I don't know. I guess while they were there, uh, you know, licking their butts to realize they taste like vanilla, then they, you know, maybe we'll just get a beverage while we're here. Vanilla is my favorite, and when I read that, I was have eaten so much beaver butt in my life. <laughs> I'm sticking with the pods from now on. It's going to be fresh and new. I'm going to make sure they came from a plant. <laughs> no imitation vanilla for you. None. Sometimes knowledge is not a good thing. Sometimes ignorance, ignorance truly is bliss. Agreed. <laughs> We did see Octane. We took a picture with them. I really, I would definitely go see them again. For Absolutely. sure. Where they're, they, where uh, they they're out of Marion, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not far from us. Um, at least while they were there, while we were there, they were just doing covers. I don't know if they do any originals. Uh, they put up with me for at least five minutes. So we'll give them a shout out. And uh, as soon as they took their break, we talked to them. And then we got the F out of town because we were kind of over Tyro and their testicle festival at that point. Yeah, it was a very strange... Festival, to me, is not the proper word for what this is. Correct. This was not a festival. This was a bar that had a day of serving testicles. Correct. With music. Correct. Yeah. Now we can say, we've done it. We've done it. Well, you've, you've witnessed it. Well, somebody's got to be the photographer, you know. Well, true, but there were plenty of balls. You could have stuck one in your mouth, too. I don't know. <laughs> you could have at least said something about, you know, well, you know, I'm... Uh, Gluten, they're not gluten free, so I'm not going to eat them <laughs> or something. They didn't kill me. They didn't kill you. You, you were fine. 
And nope. now, now I got a whole set of bowls. I feel emboldened. Do you think it did something to you inside? No, other than I ate fried food and that usually just slicks stuff up in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. It didn't do anything weird to me. So no like White Castle explosions? No. Okay. No, nothing like that. No. All right. I don't That's have good. White Castle explosions. That was something Rose just <laughs> threw out there, but I can definitely tell the day after when I've had White Castle. But no, but White Castles have flavor in, mm-hmm. in Greece. Um, these were just Greece. No flavor. Okay. All right. I accept. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I, I have that effect on people. Hmm. But because I've we've been doing a lot, I seem to be doing a lot with testicles lately. Uh, we had our squatch balls. Uh, we've been having lots of fun with those. Uh, getting videos and photographs from them um, in different states and and in travel and whatnot. We we even have one lost now. And then now the testicle festival. I feel like I need to spread the word about testicles a little bit. So I have some more facts. Okay. About the family jewels. Let's talk about testicles. We can talk about testes. testes. And you know what? That wasn't even one of the words. So I kind of started compiling a list of all the names that people use for them. There's the boys, gonads, nutsack, family jewels, cojones, twig and berries, meat and potatoes, nards, deez nuts, balls. And then there are a couple that I don't really know or haven't really heard. So I think maybe they're more British or something. Acorns, bullocks, coin purse, knockers or door knockers. Um, I'm sure there's others. So... Richard, feel free to tell me what you call yours if they're something different than that. That sounded really weird. I just decided to pick one of my squatch ball people and uh, throw them under the bus like that. When I was at your house picking you up for this event and you were installing your balls, your son said coin purse. He said that while I was present. Oh, did he? he, Yeah. Okay. There was a lot going on at that point. Because I didn't know what to expect at this festival, and um, sometimes I invite people to comment on my weirdness, and that's how we open the door, and how the Squatch Balls ended up dangling from my belt. We started out with Squatch Balls on my earrings. It was 90-some degrees that evening. Way too hot to have furry balls dangling on my neck. Same reason I didn't use them as a bracelet, Mm because I tried that as well. So we ended up with the... My Squatch Balls on a String, which looked very reminiscent of a late 80s roach clip with feathers, because there are feathers and beads attached to the balls as well, because, you know, you want them to be fancy. Feminine. Well, I'm a girl. (laughs) Therefore, I am bedazzling my balls. As one should. (laughs) As one should. Absolutely. You know, don't want them just to be hanging. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I did that. That was just kind of for uh, for the event. My anticipation was that I would just remove them from from their little design and uh, put them back in the Squatch Ball container. And I really think that this is going to be, this may be a new a new thing. They're still in my car. Okay. They they may travel. <laughs> Which reminds me, your Smurf is in my car. Okay. No, no, your Smurf made it into my house. Okay. I accidentally stole Rose's um, Smurf. I gave, I gifted Rose a Smurf some time ago. A Smurfette. I set up a little fashion or a little photo shoot with um, the Smurfs and and some balls, and um, you'll probably see that at the same time this airs. And uh, so I accidentally stole her Smurf. You know, there might have been some Smurf bondage going on. No one can say for sure. We'll give you all the information soon. (laughs) (laughs) So here's more information that I learned. Avocados. Do you like avocados? I don't. 
So then I'm guessing you don't like guacamole either. No. I like it a little bit less after what I learned. I will still eat it, but I'm going to giggle every time I eat it from now on. The word avocado derives from the Aztec word for testicles. And I'm sorry if I butcher it. I'm going to try to pronounce it properly. Ayucatl is the word for, uh, it's avocado and it's the word for testicles. When the Aztecs discovered the avocado in 500 BC, they named it Ayucatl, which means testicle. Now, the word guacamole is a Spanish word based on the Aztec language. So it was Ayuacamole, which literally translated would be Ayucatl, which is avocado, and mole, which is sauce. So with your tortilla chips, you can scoop testicle sauce. Sweet. Yes. I like guacamole. I like avocado. I will absolutely giggle forever now when I eat it. And I will probably have to tell everyone every time I see avocado or guacamole for the rest of my life. Way back when, um, I when I worked at the eBay store, uh, we would get lunch orders together for Chipotle. And one of the workers would always add guacamole. And there was a little icon that says guac's a little extra. And so that his saying that is what's going in my mind right now. Guac's a little extra. It sure <laughs> is. <laughs> sure is. Well, now I can give you a tip on how to get guacamole. <laughs> just, yeah, just the tip, Rose. Just the tip. Um, I can't. <laughs> when I go to Chipotle, which is not very often because it's not my favorite, I get the veggie, the vegetarian bowl. If you get the vegetarian bowl, guacamole is not extra because it's a vegetable. So that's the way to get your guac for free if you want it at um Your testicle Chipotle. juice for free. <laughs> sauce. Oh, oh, yes, sauce. Okay. Testicle sauce. Okay. So it's not a little extra. <laughs> You're a little extra today. <laughs> today? <laughs> Did you know that testicles make 200 million sperm every day? Holy shit. Holy shit balls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No wonder babies happen all the time. In the Middle Ages, if men wanted a son, they would sometimes have their left testicle chopped off. Because they thought the left one made girls, the right one made male sperm. Wow. That's commitment. That's fucking crazy. No, his wife would be fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Along the same line, in the 16th century in Europe, women were not allowed to sing in the Roman Catholic choirs. So what is the ne next most logical thing to do? Castrate boys before their voices change. These boys were called the castrati, and they were appreciated by classical composers such as, such as Mozart. And some became very famous. Could you imagine the ones that didn't become famous and the amount of counseling that they did not receive as an adult? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would think that if they were part of that, then it's just a normal thing. But, yeah, what if you're not any, what if you're not good anymore and you're just nutless dude singing on the street? And your mom pushed you to it because she had this dream of having... A brilliant singer. Possibly. Oh, God. Possibly. Mm. The Greeks also named something after testicles. The word orchis is the um, testicles in Greek, and that's where the word orchid came from. For real? For real. I was thinking orca, like 
A whale. The killer whale? Nope. Hmm. Um, if you look at the main root, it looks like a testicle. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of oystery with a little little thingy sticking out blah, 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 in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> During sex, balls can grow up to twice their own size, their original size. Hmm. I'm going to have to figure out how to test that one. <laughs> Undercover measuring tape. I don't know. Like, what do you do? Well, I wouldn't be able to get a measuring tape if it we're actively having sex. So there's going to have to be some reach around, kind of check it out before and after kind of thing. Mm. More to come on that one. That one may take some time. Wow. Okay. Yes. Report back with the results, please. <laughs> of course, knowing me, I'll probably just go, we're conducting an experiment before and after, please. That is probably gonna, how it's going to happen. Uh, for most men, the left testicle hangs lower than the right because they're not symmetrical. They can kind of stack a little bit better. It takes up less more less space in the trousers. I totally get that. I get that now. Yeah. But I never would have thought about it before. I can tell you when um, my son was an infant, I was highly concerned because I don't have those parts. And I was very worried about diaper positioning because men adjust themselves all the time how how do i not stunt the growth or make a weird bend or something like how do i take care of this boy child correctly i was very worried about it diapers are pretty loose i was still very worried about it (laughs) well you have a grandson so i think you did okay yes okay (laughs) you didn't mess anything up too bad in there but it's no nards in a twist or anything. I think that's all I have on, on the subject of balls today. Okay. What you got to follow that up? Well, I'm going to talk about sleep. So, I mean, sleep does go well after playing with balls, maybe. True. Yeah. You drain 200 million sperm and you're definitely tired. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Before I go on to that, I went Saturday morning to pick, to forage some uh, yarrow and elderberry from a friend's yard. There was this tree and it was exactly the same kind of tree in the smoking pit at your son's wedding with all of those pods on them. Oh, okay. And I, all of those pods, I mean, there's millions of them and that they have the potential to make a million more trees. It's just a constant cycle of replenishment. So these pods are like tree balls. Yes. Okay. The tree testicles. For sure. Producing seed. Tons of them. Gotcha. So trees are pretty amazing, but they don't look like balls. So they're they're long. <laughs> I'm going to try to just leave that alone. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about sleep. Okay, let's talk about sleep. So here's how this all came about. I have been working with a doctor for the last three months to get on a better plan to lose weight. I have successfully lost 22 pounds in three months. Whoop, whoop. Yes. I'm happy about that now. I was not happy about it a few weeks ago. I felt it should have been 60, but whatever. You know, like whatever. So she suggested that I get a Fitbit and monitor myself a little bit better. And it kind of drove me crazy. I can see where that would happen. I feel like it would drive me nuts to have the data all the time. And it was a constant thing. Like I had to constantly measure. And it for me, it was about food and calories exerted and all of that. That's what I was focused on. 
I would be in a calorie deficit of 2,700 calories a day, and it's like 3,400 calories is a pound. And so to me, I felt like I should have lost a pound at least every other day, and I wasn't. So I was like, the man that I work with that works on my sanity, that poor man, (laughs) (laughs) he said, no, you actually stop that, first of all. Stop Mm -hmm. that. Pay attention to your sleep. That's way more important. And he didn't elaborate on that. So he just said, like, pay attention to your sleep. That's way more important. Stop all of the other measuring. Pay attention to your sleep. My sleep score that night was 71 out of 100. And he's like, yeah, that's still pretty low. As I tried to do things, he suggested to get these blue blocking glasses. So then if I'm on my phone or watching TV or even the alarm clock, it can you know, mess up the melatonin production. Well, where does you, how, where did you get your sleep score from? Where did you? The Fitbit app. Oh, okay. So yep. there's something on. I wear this shackle 24 seven. So you don't have to do anything for it to give you a sleep score. It just. Correct. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Please get to have one. So I don't know how they work. <laughs> I am wearing these glasses the last three hours that I'm at my house. He suggested, you know, like, don't do anything because I was going to read a book or something. He's like, no, because you like to learn stuff. Get a puzzle. Do mindless stuff. Don't think about anything. Stop doing that. And so I did. I was all in. I'm going to do exactly that. And in this measuring, it got worse all the time until I had a meltdown. And he said, take the fucking thing off. (laughs) Take it off. Take it off. So I'm on the hunt again to fix my sleep. That is why I went to pick the yarrow and the elderberry. And I have ordered mugwort to help with my sleep. These are all plants that never heard of that one. Properties to help with sleep. That should be in my mailbox today. Oh, that reminds me. Mm -hmm. Um, There is something inside the door of your house. There was a package on your... Oh, maybe that's it. (laughs) There was a small box on your street when I got there. I put it inside your door. Also, the neighbor girl was admiring your shells while I was there. And I said, Rose has some really great shells, doesn't she? I scared her. She didn't realize I was there. And uh, she said yes. And I smiled so she knew Mm -hmm. I wasn't upset or anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, But yes, you have a package inside your door now. Okay. My my mugwort has in fact arrived. (laughs) I will be taking that tonight. Today, through the weirdness of Google and all that it is when you are talking about something a lot, it says, hey, you might want to listen to this article on sleep. Thank you, Google, for reading my thoughts (laughs) and invading my life. This is what has happened. This article is from the BB Science Focus Magazine and Dr. Matthew Walker wrote this. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but highlights of things that I didn't know about sleep. Sleep is not like a bank. If I deprive you of sleep for a night, eight hours in parentheses, at my Center for Human Sleep Science, Then I give you all of the recovery sleep you want on a second or third night. While you will sleep more those nights, you will never claim back that slumber that you lost. Indeed, you'll only get back 50% of the missing eight hours. 
you'll always carry that debt. In other words, you can't accumulate a sleep debt during the week and hope to pay off in full in the weekend. And that's kind of what I was doing. I love to take a nap on Saturday afternoon if my grandson isn't there. And I'm thinking, yes, I did it. You know what I'm thinking? Hmm. I don't know if I've ever gotten eight hours of sleep in a night. I don't sleep that long. Hmm. I don't want to sleep that long. You might after you hear this. Maybe. Okay. So what happens if you don't get enough sleep? Sleep is associated with the increased chance of having high high blood pressure and heart attacks. In fact, in 2014, uh, the Journal of Open Heart that looked at more than 42,000 extra hospital admissions for heart attacks in the spring due to daylight saving time. Really? Yeah. So on the day when you change your clocks, 42,000 more people have heart attacks in, had heart attacks in 2014. I wonder if they have proven that it had to do with the less sleep and not, oh my God, I forgot to set my alarm clock and freaked out because we're going to run late. I don't know. Or they forgot to set it the other way and they got up too early and are like, motherfuckers, no, like I could have been sleeping. I feel like at least part of them are that and not actually the lack of sleep. By 2014, I you know, people were on their cell phones and they were kind of automatically doing time changes. Sorry about that, hitting the microphone. So I don't know if that's the case. But I mean, I'm kind of old school, but my phone doesn't, I don't use that in my bedroom. I have like a typical alarm clock that I would have to change. Mm -hmm. I don't wake up to an alarm clock, but yeah. I do this to myself. I don't set an alarm and I still only sleep usually six hours. I can function on way less though. And I agree. There, There's a whole section of this that I did not copy because it was about world leaders who bragged about not getting enough sleep and their mental decline. And oh, I didn't want to bring politics into it. So I just like scrapped well, that's that. Right. Yeah, maybe we can. <laughs> We will see how you sleep Mm -hmm. and how I sleep and we'll document the mental decline. I have been getting funnier over the years. Maybe that's what's it. (laughs) I just attributed it to being older and given less less shit. (laughs) Immune health is also really important. People who get less than seven hours of sleep are three times more likely to be infected with a common cold. If you are not getting sufficient sleep the week before your annual flu shot, you may produce 50% less of the required antibody response, rendering the vaccination far less effective. And they're currently studying if that is also the same case with the COVID-19 vaccine. Hmm. I mean, if that's the case, we should be able to see data country versus country where the United States gets a lot less sleep, I would think, than Mm -hmm. some other more regimented countries like where they have siestas and stuff Mm -hmm. scheduled. A lack of sleep significantly increases anxiety and is associated with higher rates of depression. Recent studies have shown that insufficient sleep markedly increases the chance of suicidal thoughts, suicidal planning, and tragically, suicide completion. Based on the wealth of evidential knowledge, such reasoning is sound. For example, Consistent sleeping less than six hours 
is linked to health conditions and certain forms of cancer, Alzheimer's, diabetes, and being overweight or suffering from obesity. That's it. I'm fat because I don't sleep. I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but I'm going to talk about Alzheimer's right now because while I want to get rid of the fat too, losing my mind is my worst fear ever. I want to remember. I want to read. I want to constantly learn. So this was like a gut punch for me, like this Alzheimer's one. For some years, we knew that people sleeping six hours or less each night, as well as those with sleep orders, such as insomnia or sleep apnea, which I'm worried about someone else you know, had significantly higher likelihood of developing Alzheimer's. In patients we see with Alzheimer's, there is a sticky toxic protein that's accumulated within their brains called beta amyloid alongside another toxic protein called tau. It is the key component of Alzheimer's disease cascade. A neurologist in the University of Rochester in New York revealed stunning revelation in mice. She discovered a sewage system in the brain we never knew existed called the glomaphic system. It's much like the lymphatic system in your body. So when this system is uh, has proper sleep, there is drainage to remove all of the dangerous metabolic contaminants that build up in the brain as we awake, including that beta amyloid. However, this cleansing system is only kicked into high gear when the mice were in deep sleep. If you prevent the mouse from getting the essential deep sleep, there was an immediate increase in the beta amyloid deposits in the brain. Research at his sleep center and studies by other scientists have shown that same vicious circle to exist in humans. Deprive someone of sleep for a night or even just decrease the amount of sleep they get in the first few hours at night, and we see an immediate increase of the beta amyloid buildup the next day, and it's measured by their bloodstream. To add insult to injury, they discovered that this toxic beta amyloid unfortunately builds up in the region that generates deep sleep and thus does not allow deep sleep to happen. So it's a self- perpetuating problem. Yeah. Now, I did see recently that there's a new study about plaque. I assume that's when they talk about the plaque buildup. I'm assuming that's that mm-hmm. what you were talking about, um, that there's some new medicine that they're trying that will target the plaque buildup. So instead of trying to treat Alzheimer's once it happens, they're trying to prevent it from happening by reducing this plaque. So that must be the, you know, the same. Maybe. Thing that you're talking about so maybe you don't need the medicine you just need the sleep mm-hmm. you know i don't sleep a lot and i definitely have developed a severe case of crs over the last year mm-hmm. well this next section is not going to be kind to you either okay. i'm so sorry let me have it caffeine <laughs> caffeine concentrations peak about in after about 30 minutes the problem is that caffeine persists for a long time. A coffee at 2 p.m. would be the equivalent of tucking yourself into bed at midnight, but just before you do, 
chug down a quarter of a cup of hot coffee and hope for a good night's sleep. So I need to cut my coffee off at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, noon is the guidelines. Now, does that just, is it saying it prevents you from sleeping or prevents you from getting to deep sleep? Because I can fall asleep with a cup of coffee in my hand. Yeah, it's the deep sleep that they're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, and dreaming. So I don't remember my dreams and the yarrow and the mugwort along with helping you sleep. It's supposed to help you have vivid dreams and remember them. I don't know. It's creativity. You know, my brain is just doing whatever. Right. Dreaming is not simply a byproduct of the sleep stage called REM sleep. Dreaming serves an, as an important benefit. Recently, my work in, in the neuroscience lab has shown that dreams have two key functions. One is creativity, and I'll go get to that in a minute. But the other one is it's said that time heals all wounds, but our research suggests that instead it is time spent in dream sleep that provides emotional convalescence, specifically REM sleep provides a form of overnight therapy. I, I will have to just take your word for that. Yeah. Dreaming is the only time when our brain is completely devoid of the stress-related molecule called noradrenaline, the sister chemical of adrenaline. At the same time, the key emotional and memory-related structures of the brain are reactivated during REM sleep as we dream. During the act of dreaming, we are therefore able to reactivate emotional memories in our brain that is free of the key stress chemical. As a result, we get to reprocess upsetting memories in a safer, calmer environment. Interesting. Yeah. So on to creativity. It talks about... Uh, Paul McCartney writing yesterday because it was inspired by a dream. Keith Richards wrote satis the riff for satisfaction while he was asleep. I would like to say my boyfriend did a lot while he was sleeping and made a whole lot of great inventions while he was sleeping. That's not in this article. It's just facts that I know. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, the creativity, which I think that I lack as a human, I would like to well, have it. Also, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That was also a British study and you named two British yes. um, <laughs> musicians. So that is probably why your Polish boyfriend did not get mentioned. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the weight. Typically, people desire to eat more when your sleep becomes short. Inadequate sleep suppresses a hormone that signals food satisfaction, yet increases the concentration of the hormone ghrelin that makes you feel hungry. In spite of having eaten enough and being full, you still want more. So you get fat. And it's not just about the hormone changes in your body. It's your brain's response to food changes when you're sleep deprived. Several years ago, this doctor's team did brain scans on otherwise normal weight individuals as they were choosing which items they wish to eat from a range of unhealthy to healthy foods. These participants did this test twice, once after a full night's sleep 
and once after being sleep deprived. The brain scans demonstrated that the regions of the prefrontal cortex that just sit above your eyes are required for controlled decisions. It had been switched off by a lack of sleep. These impulse control regions normally keep our food desires in check. The more primal brain structure in the amygdala, which drives hedonistic motivations, include decadent food desires, was amplified when the sleep-deprived participants chose foods that contained over 600 calories more than the same individual selected when properly rested. That's weird. Yeah. Interesting. So I have a whole new respect for sleep. So I I get it now. I'm going to work on that. I probably need to work on that too. That's probably something easy enough. Mm-hmm. However, I don't like sleep and I don't like going to bed. So I tend to wait until I'm actively falling asleep before I climb into bed. Hmm. Well, I invite you to maybe take a second look at that. I think I might have to. Yeah. I like you around. And while you are funny, when, you know, maybe not in the best shape mentally, (laughs) I do not want you to have Alzheimer's or a heart attack or anything like that. I appreciate that. (laughs) You can be funny still. And not just because I've forgotten how to dress myself and I'm wearing weird stuff? Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's the bright side to your crazy balls. <laughs> Here is our new balance. <laughs> All right. So get the balls in the bed so I go to bed earlier. Got it. Check. Check. <laughs> I'll work on that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything else coming up that we get to go to. I did um, sign up for a bunch of podcast um, Facebook groups to see if oh, we can okay. find some guests. It seems like there's lots of people there. I don't. So far, the people who have responded to other people's posts wanting guests were like, "I am a coach, and I want to talk about this." And like, I want real people and real stories of right. humanity, and not like I've got something to sell. So, I mean, you can come on if you have something to sell, but I want there to be a story. You know, something heartfelt or important. Correct. Not just how can we benefit, how can our listeners benefit that person. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, I do have um, some folks that I've met and been talking to. Um, Hopefully I'll get some of those set up uh, for some things to do or some people to talk to. Um, We do have a guest that um, was had to postpone uh, for some personal reasons. And we can probably reach back out to her now that we're settled again. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course, we do have some stuff on the horizon. We found some more things for the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will definitely be more traveling. Yay! For sure. <laughs> um, especially now that um, we've got some uh, southern sisters where we can have a home base um, in, down in the south. So I see more traveling happening. I am so excited. I'm ready to go. There is a chance I'll be heading west in a week or so. A chance. Mm. We'll see. More to come. Okay. Very interested in this. Forgot to tell you. <laughs> I want to go west. Nothing set yet. We'll okay. see. All right. So that's all I have. If you would like to be a guest, don't be shy. 
email us at hello at brightsideofcrazy.com. Or if you can think of another word for balls that I didn't mention, feel free to email me at barbara at brightsideofcrazy.com. If you have your own balls story, I guess you could email me instead of Barbara (laughs) at rose at brightsideofcrazy.com. However, if you would like to tell us your ball story, uh, you can leave it on our voicemail and we will play it, possibly. (laughs) 614-954-8899. So until next week, that's all we have. Sleep well. Bye-bye. Bye. Put them in your mouth